BOK Sports 980 is sponsored by Fresh Rose Clothing. Check out the new collection at freshrose.co. You are now tuned to the other side with BOK Sports 980. Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. Yeah. With BOK Sports 980, I'm your host, Lars. Yeah. We got D in the building. Yeah. Jeff, Aaron, we rocking out. Yeah. Whole bunch of stuff we got to get, get, talk about. Uh, first off, uh, it, Remy Ma sent out a diss track to Nicki Minaj. And is it, was it, was it that? Was that strong of a diss track? For me, it was just some battle rap. Like it, it was just a battle rap track, Joe. It wasn't anything. I mean, she said some stuff, but really, yeah, nah, she said some stuff, dog. You, you super downplaying that joint, dog. She, especially when she got warmed up on it, like, cause it like started out. It's like, I mean, okay, okay, and then then she got warmed up and started going to the personals. And you know, calling out, calling out the names and doing all that stuff. That's right, you already know. Like, and everything was like a bomb. She was talking about the money, saying she gotta go through all the monies, like to get to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Like she, 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 she was going. She was going. Well, I heard, I heard the little the little track that Nikki put out. I guess the jump with Gucci that started mm-hmm. it all or whatever. And uh, I, I mean, at the end of the day. It, Remy Ma need to just be careful because she don't want to end up like me, male. Like, I mean, oh, you're if tripping, son. Dog, like, all Nikki got to do is make a hit and it's over. All she got to do is throw four subliminals this, inside of this, a hit with Drake nah, and it's over. Nah, Remy Ma she got to make an actual song to go at her, dog. That like that's what like Drake. It wasn't no within a. It was it was straight at Meek. It wasn't no within a, within a bar. Like she need to like respond to that Remy Ma joint. But let me ask you this, uh, Jeff. If somebody that sold 11,000 records sent a diss track to you, who's the biggest star in your lane, are you responding? I mean, the way Remy Ja got at her, I I think that you you, got to say something. Like, now, how that, that's just like why, you know, Meek had to say something. It just happened to not be good. So we (laughs) we hope, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully, Nikki, she need to try to the whole, whole team in there. Hopefully she don't come out and do with her with her ex me uh meek did and lay that dud. But that's the thing, she her it. she not meek though. Like this is what I'm saying. Like is it different? Because all she she got to do is holler at Drake say I want to make a hit. Like let's just make a hit and then call the jump back to back to back or something like that and just. And just throw four lines in the joint about Remy, and she win. Cause this is the thing, nobody's playing that ether sheether joint in no club. Nah, nah. And you know how these battles are nah, won. The one in the club, nobody's playing. Nah, the jump tripping. gonna get played the first Harold. week. Oh, after hey, after hey, next bro, week, nobody's playing sheether. Harold, you're talking about two different things. Then let me tell you why. No one's saying that. I don't think Nick Nikki's like a pop star. She's like on another right. level. So I don't think like this is affecting her career or anything like that. So let's get that out the way. But in the same token, when you're talking about this hip hop stuff, like to kind of to, to to keep her like her leverage in that and the respect I'm talking about, like she the best female rapper in the game. She needs to respond. She needs to come back with something. But look, That's what I believe. I just want to say this and then I'm going to leave it alone. 
Like you almost kind of nullified your own statement by saying Nikki's a pop star. She doesn't care about hip hop. She's not a great rapper. She had three or four people writing her rhymes and everybody knows that. So for her, it's almost an L waiting to happen. It's like to respond but, is more of a risk than not. But see, but see I don't yeah. I don't but see you gotta you gotta understand this is the same thing with Drake. Like I don't think that they don't care. Like like I think that was always their first love, you know what I mean? Is the whole hip hop and writing. But they're better at, like Drake said, the rap is something I do on the side. I got the the, the, the R&B melodies and, and I be getting them number ones. So that's the same kind of with me. But but trust and believe, they care. Like, like, like they the rap opened up the avenue to be able to do these other things. So, you know what I mean? That That's kind of how I, you know, how I see it. But that's just what I'm saying. Well, speaking of trash talk, Shaq and JaVale McGee was going back and forth for a whole... Twitter rant and young I, does it does it have any validity or is this, this is just, ridiculous man ridiculous I mean is JaVale in his feelings you know what I'm saying cause he can't live at home no more with his mother or what like what's it <laughs> better like, be careful cause then the Warriors be calling up the other side of sports talking about <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I mean, everybody came to this Batman rescue, dog. Everybody. Like, he said he was being bullied. I'm, his mom said he was being bullied. Bullied? Yeah, grown man. What is what? How come he don't want me, man? Yeah, no, I Shaq, mean, Shaq does that's pick it. on this Batman relentlessly, though. Shaq I mean, pick on everybody, though. Nah, no, nah, no, nobody, no, nobody no. like JaVale, dog. And he, the thing that but JaVale did the dumbest stuff. That's no, his fault. Harold, that's old. But that's Dump old the basketball in, your, in the right hoop. That's Harold, Harold. They showing He's, clips from when he was with the Wizards. You know how right. he played with the Wizards, dog? Like, that drone is old, bro. Like, imagine if you was out here in the real world, like, you did something, and it's like <laughs> six, seven years, and they bring it up. You're going to be like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm about to steal on you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, eventually, Obama, like, it's funny at first, but, like, years of the drone, dog, it's like, come on, dog, get some new material. Yeah, I can understand that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, JaVale was fed up, though. Yeah, but it's I like just, where Eminem was picking on like certain like shooting cage there, like Britney Spears and stuff like that. It's like an easy target, like low hanging fruit for Shaq. Like I got no material, so let me go ahead and pull out the Javale McGee footage tape. Just switch the order of the clips and act like it's new. Right. Like so, how many times you gonna rerun the same clips, dog? Cannot win with him. Can't do it. And I could like, see Javale getting getting upset, but I. The whole, I mean, going like on Shaq, but like his mom getting involved, and then Shaq's he mom talking to him, and then. But that's. But I know, know his mom. I know he didn't ask his mother control. to get involved. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying, yeah. it's just yeah. it just got out of control. Then the Warriors organization got it. It's, come on, they man. Was nah, they were trying. They were trying to get the Bama fried from TNT. You know, like that's not happening, yeah. though. Shaq going there for life. Him and Coon and uh. What's his name? Charles, Charles Barkley. They did for to death do him, dog. The numbers is they doing the numbers. As long as they doing the numbers, they can say whatever. And uh, like, if that was anybody else, they, they would have been been shut that down. So I mean, it is what it is, young. Uh on to some basketball. The Wizards, dog, are blowing my life. These Bamas came off vacation in the all-star break. Yeah. And they lost to the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. No excuse for that, Joe. And then they played the Jazz, which is, I, I have to give it to the, the, uh, Jeff. They they are third or fourth in the, in the West, so they're not trash. Yeah, they're not a trash but, team. But, but still, the way and the fashion in which they lost... 
Yo, this bad they was making what's his name? Y'all in the white boy Hey was looking like Rex Chapman in his prime, dog, cooking our lives away, dog. I'm like, come on, young, are you serious? Like, is anybody gonna strap this man up? Is anybody gonna do it? It is it's ridiculous, dog. And then on top of that, I don't know what's going on with Scotty Brooks. I don't know if Ernie been in his ear or whatever. Them forcing Mahini got to stop, though. Till Mahini knees heal all the way. Right now, his knees at like 65% because the Batman don't want to jump off the floor. <laughs> and jump. so his knees, dog, stop it. They're forcing him out there, dog. Jason Smith did nothing but good thing for the Washington Wizards. And yeah. why are yeah, they changing it up, dog? He didn't play one minute, dog. What? Yeah, Jason Smith. And Gortat's a hack machine, so get him up out of there. That's right. You already know. Who we need in free agency, dog? Like, that's what I'll be. The free agencies don't want to come here, dog. They don't want to come here. I think think that might change, man, depending on how we finish out the year. That's what's pissing me off. Because they have an opportunity to change the narrative of the franchise and the way other players look at it. And it looks like Ernie's back up to his old stuff. Like when he was forcing them to play, uh, what was the dude that looked like? Nay, Spider-Man? nay. Nay, nay. Nah, the, uh, Black, Black, Andre Black and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's no reason that Jason Smith doesn't play any minutes the last game. And the game before that plays four minutes. Yeah, For a guy who mean. can't make a layup. It's ridiculous. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. And he can't yeah, move. I mean, like, I think he's supposed to be a, a shot blocker and all this uh, defensive presence. This Batman is just getting banned on. He can't jump yet. He can't. Yeah, I mean, until that Batman can jump, dog, take him in the back, make him touch the uh, the top of the uh, the locker room so <laughs> he can do that, young. Don't have that Batman out there. I mean, he tried it. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I was, I was, I was telling Harold, man. Like, I mean, that first game was like just Bama's coming out lethargic off the, off the break. You know, no have no business losing to the Sixers. The, the Jazz, like I said, the Jazz are a, a top notch team. They could probably get as high as third. I think they're fourth right now. But when the season's all said and done, so my thing is, I want to see how they do the next five games. That's gonna tell me. I know. I know we got Golden State next or so tomorrow, I believe, or it's tonight. Actually, I think. Oh, mud hole. And, and you know, but but like I want to see how they play, and then, but yeah, the and next they got five Toronto games, after that. They got Toronto they right twice. after. No, they took they took the wrong time to try to miss and match these Kyle, rosters Kyle Lari, and do these little. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry gonna be out four to six weeks, so that's a big loss for uh, for Toronto. Yeah, off the so, hand injury. Yeah, but, but I mean, no, I, I just, just want to see. What they do over these next five games, and I'm gonna see whether I, it's a uh, reason to be concerned from my standpoint. Yeah, it's too early. It's only two games. They only lost two games. I, I wouldn't put too much. I mean, they're Duh. gonna play Golden State, and then they're gonna play Toronto the next night, and then they play Toronto again Friday night. So I mean, Man, they got yeah. tough games ahead of them as well. But it's too I'm early. just saying this: when you at home, you can't be losing at home by double digits, dog. The, game, the thing that concerned me so much about the game is not that I just felt like right now everything that they did before the All-Star break now because they brought in these new players to play uh, they brought in Bajan who, who's been okay but you know trying to get him acclimated trying to get them in a rotation and then the forcing of Mahini 
It's like, you know, I want winners. I, I get it. I understand you got new pieces and you're trying to get them like acclimated and set up for, for a playoff run and stuff. But young, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's you know what I'm issue. saying? Like, like young, just chill. You don't have to force Mahini in there. Like, and, and play him 22 billion minutes. Yes, you're gonna need him down the stretch. Yeah, but young, you don't have to force that now. Especially like, I mean, I guess you, I guess if you're a coach, you think you can put any rotation and beat the 76ers. Okay, I get that. But dog, like, you these next games are crucial. Let, let me ask you this. Do you think that's a Scott Brooks move? To me, this doesn't have Scott Brooks written on it at all. Because we've seen this before with three different coaches. These like moves to justify signings. Because everybody's like, why you? Why the hell are you give Mahini the money? Why is he the free agent? Cannot win with him. all of a sudden, as soon as he's healthy, but before he's ready to play, they're forcing him in the lineup for that amount of time. We've you seen this before, is, several times. And and, and, it's, and it falls on Ernie's shoulders again. This Batman ain't said nothing for three months. Now all of a sudden, because they third or fourth in the East, this Batman doing interviews at the games and <laughs> exactly. all this man. He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. If you don't yeah, sit your big idiot. scoop ball hitter, dog, I, I just, the Jones just infuriates me because it's politics. It's not even about basketball. You got your best point guard frustrated for no reason. John Wall was visibly frustrated the other night, more than I've seen him almost all season, even when they was lo- on a losing streak. He was frustrated and he was like, young, it was the frustration like, young, what are we doing? Like, what is what is going on? Why is this Bama Mahini out here? Like, why is he out here? You know what I'm saying? Gortat, this Bama, he need to be cut to 22 to 24 minutes. Like, that's it, period. Because he, he, more than that, this Bama's a liability. Rudy Gobert was looking like Will Chamberlain out there jumped the other night. Him and Derek Favors was going hamburger, no cheese all night and nobody was trying to, like, could stop them. Defensively, they catching oops, putbacks, out. Re- we got out rebounded like twenty two rebounds. Cannot win with out rebounded us like twenty two by twenty two rebounds. That's that's unacceptable, dog. Yeah, unacceptable. And I know more. Uh, Keith Morris got got ejected from the game. I mean, it just seemed like the whole team was just just blown about the situation. I, I don't know what needs to take place. But Scotty Brooks, if you the coach, dog, you got to coach the team, dog. Bump the politics straight like that, yeah. You know? Cause you're gonna lose otherwise. You can you can play Nene Gortat like you if you want to, and you will end up losing. Yeah. I want winners. Uh, I want people that want to win. <laughs> is Demarcus Cousins being targeted right now? Is that what's happening to him? Right, you already know. Cause this Bama just racking up tees, getting ejected from games. He's suspended again. I mean, they don't want that man to be great. The the Marcus Cousins man, he he out of control though, son. Like it's the same. Is he out of control? I mean, like dog, it's it's obvious that they they looking to give you text. So the fact that you can't refrain from getting text, like that's like when you know like that dude or the youngin be trying to get under your skin, and you still let him get under your skin. Like it's like come come on, they showing you your moves, and you still falling for them gems. So like. That, that's what it is, man. So, like, New Orleans going to have, like, S- Sacramento, the team never suspended him. So, they never showed him, like, uh, you can't do that. And if he if he stays with New Orleans, they might have to do it. Just like if Draymond do another kick, you know, Golden State might got to just sit that Bama out of the game. You know, hey, that Bama kick one more time. He's going to be... 
He gonna be a street fighter. The game was on here hard. defending him, saying he wasn't kicking. That's just how his leg worked last year. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jeff or Harold. I don't remember which Come one on, of y'all it was. It was Jeff. It was Jeff. Nah, like, <laughs> it was Jeff. Come on, you know, I didn't say that's just how his leg worked. I'm saying like, nah, nah, nah. Every, clearly, they, all I said was some of them kicks. Like the joint, I, not all of them kicks were. Uh, well, that's his natural shooting motion. It was something like that. It's some joints bro. that was obvious that them Jones is like, yeah, come on. Then other joints, it was within the natural motion. That's all I'm saying. Like, if 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 you, if you took it like that's always how any Bama's supposed to shoot. Like, nah, that's that's not true. I, that's not what I meant. The joke where he was on the floor and almost kicked somebody in the face, I was like, yeah. somebody got to whip his ass or suspend him. That's the only two options. Yeah, so, I mean, so it's just one of those things, John. So, like, that's that's what I'm saying, like, with Cousins. Like, you got to be able to control your emotions. I understand you passionate. Like, you're not the only passionate player out there, young guy. He needs to talk to somebody, dog. Yeah, he needs strength, dog. Uh, now, on the, on the highlight, this is, this is what, what do they call this, John? The Climax. The Washington Redskins exclusive franchise tag, Kirk Cousins. No! Is that a good move or not? Oh my gosh, man. And, and, well, it depends what your, what your agenda is. If your agenda is to sign him to a long-term deal, then it's a great move, you know, for the Redskins. And it seems to me when you made that move, it shows their intentions and their intentions is to sign him. Um, they don't want him. They franchise tagged him. Uh, then he can negotiate with other teams during that franchise tag. You mean, and then, you you mean know, a non-exclusive? Well, you don't say non-exclusive. You just say franchise because you can always mm. sign a franchise player, uh, mm-hmm. but you just lose, you know, your first round pick and your second round pick. You would lose your, you would lose picks for it. But, uh, but the exclusive, you can't do any of that as a player. You can't talk to any other team when you're under the exclusive tag. So I, I, I think the Redskins have showed their intentions. Uh, they want to sign Kirk Cousins, and they didn't want anybody else uh, given the opportunity to sign him until they felt as though they could or could not. Uh, Is this the backdoor move by the organization to reassert, uh, at least hold the cards and how they're played? Because, I mean, everybody's saying that, you know, Kirk retains all the leverage, which he does in, in, in a large aspect in this whole negotiations. But for me... Does this? I, I think this is exclusive franchise tag. Then allows for the Redskins to be dictating what's going to happen with Kurt, opposed to Kurt dictating everything that happens. Now, I mean, of course, he's going to make the money. And he'll get get the the you know the sign for the twenty four million, whatever it is, and he'll basically make forty four million in two years. Yes, but the Redskins can still trade Kurt and get something for him. Go ahead, he, go ahead. He messed, he messed up that leverage as far as them having control when he said he's not going anywhere but the 49ers. Mm. But he won't re- like so if any other quarterback did this, there would be an issue. That's right. You already know. But they just gonna let him ruin all the leverage that the team could possibly have and trading him. It's just it's just ridiculous. I don't understand what it is about him in this media market where he gets a pass on every single thing when if other players had done the same thing. We would have been hearing slander all across the radio waves for the entire week. I just don't understand. I mean, also, there's also been a report that came out with, you know, somebody close to the Ruskins in this whole situation that the Skins will not trade away Kirk Cousins unless they're blown away with an offer. So it seems to me with all that's happened in the last like 24 hours, 
that the skins want to sign him long term. That's the sense of well. This idea. is the thing, and that but, might. But, be- but could it? Could, but could this be the the, the the prop tricks? It's like it's like for so long with the moves that the Redskins have been making, they've kind of made Kurt feel as though they don't want him or they're not sure about him. Now, I believe that they still aren't sure about him long term, but because of how he retains all the leverage, they want to at least try to flip his psyche and saying that or putting forth efforts that declare that they do want him so that they can kind of they can kind of move how they want i just i just don't see them flip-flopping over 24 hours and just all of a sudden just feeling all different and rosy and you know what i'm saying rosie o'donnell about the bama kirk cousins all of a sudden like maybe they did it maybe they did it maybe that's how they felt all along and they weren't trying to show their hand I mean, I, I just think if you were, if you were, I mean, this is the bottom line. Whenever yeah. you franchise a player, the team is is always in control mm-hmm. because they're saying you can't really go anywhere. You're mine, and I decide whether or not I'm going to sign you to a one year. You're going to either sign the one year deal, or we're going to work out a long term contract. Or mm-hmm. they can just remove the franchise tag and let you go into free agency, like what happened to Norman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just think at at this at cause it, uh, I think at this point though I think that the skins want Kirk Cousins long term. He's an idiot. This is what I think. Do you think this do you think this move or this position and this posturing does this then say to other teams that like now we have to up our offer to get Kirk because before like I, I would say like three days ago it's like. The teams was like, well, we'll just wait out. Like, we'll just hold out and just, we don't got to force it because if they franchise him this year and he's saying he only want, he's only going to sign a long-term contract with 49ers and stuff like that. Like now with the skins basically saying, yes, we want Kurt. We want Kurt. Like, does that say to the other teams? Cause you know, like when it's, when it's uh, like, it's like the reverse psychology. You say you want something, then the other team's like, oh no, I want it now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because before they weren't acting like they did. I mean, if they were well, gonna really say, Aaron? Yeah, I'm just saying initially when I heard he signed the they signed him to the not or they assigned him with the non-exclusive tag or the exclusive tag, I was pissed off. Cause to me, I'm thinking, why wouldn't you just make him the non-exclusive tag? And then you get two first round picks if he signs with somebody else. And you get the leverage to, if you really want him long term, to match whatever anybody else is going to sign him to. To me, it was a no brainer. Then, after I thought about it for a little while, to me, it looks like they're going to end up trading him. They absolutely, if they don't get a deal done before the draft, they lose every ounce of leverage they ever had with Kirk Cousins. It's completely gone because they can't franchise him again next year. So, why would he sign a long term bid? No, they can't. Yes, they can. It'll be a 40% increase. The cap number will be. They like won't, but they can, can, though. Yeah, they won't, but they can. I mean, mm-hmm. that almost is like, that's like saying, oh, we could pay him 60 million, but that's not something you would do. That would no. handicap your entire football team. Right. So for me, that's like not even an option on the tape as much as removing the franchise tag and letting them walk. So if something's going to get done, it has to get done before the 27th. If well, nothing happens that? before the draft, because that's when the draft is and you can get the draft picks. I see what After that, it's no point. So you, ha- so I mean, but that's when's the draft in May, right? No, nah, April twenty seventh. April, okay, yeah. I need him then, and I don't well, need him that's, now. That's, I mean, that that could be true as well. Yeah, I mean, it just gives the Redskins the opportunity to really work out a deal without having any other teams kind of like yeah. 
putting in their bid or you know getting those phone calls they can just focus on Kirk and Kirk only focus on them and if he wants to stay with the skins he'll sign the deal I mean if he signs a franchise tag again I mean he's making 24 million dollars so let me ask this let me ask this question could this also be a setup for the skins to get other teams to get caught up with tampering with Kirk Cousins what no if they do trade him it can increase his value by saying they kind of show that they want him so that I mean who knows what the at the end game is going to be but I still feel like the skins want Kurt I think they really do want him but I, I think they want him at the right price I don't think they're going to try to pay him you know 23 million dollars a year they don't want to do that but oh they I do. forgot to add he said any deal he signs will have to have 50 million dollars oh for the first two years oh my gosh man so that's out the window 2525. He tried it. <laughs> I see where he's going with that though, because he's gonna automatically make 24 million. Right. So he I see where his math for that whole 50 million is, but you can't do it though. I see what Not he's for doing. Him. I see what he's doing. So Yo, they go into the, the best combine this week though. Hopefully they'll leave the combine with a deal done with 49. I'm hoping that's what happens because all the teams are in the same vicinity yeah, for that week. All the GMs are there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping a deal gets done by the combine. If nothing happens in the next two weeks, I'm going to start getting real nervous. Oh. What's the best case scenario for this situation? Number two overall pick and a first round pick for the year after that. 49. Oh, that's not happening. The 49ers rock the, re- the, re- the reason they saying that's not going to happen is because they saying the 49ers, the Bama, Kyle Shanahan, there for six years guaranteed. Like, the Bama ain't going away. So he could just wait out for Kurt. He could draft the quarterback Kirk, this though. year. Yeah, but, but though, it's one thing to like, and then it's one thing to forfeit, like, sacrifice your whole franchise for one Bama when you can get him anyway. Yeah. He can get him next year anyway. Right. So, so it's like there's no real like he ain't hamstrung to have to get him right now. You know what I'm saying? If the Bama go 0 and 16, he ain't going nowhere. So it's not like you know, like it's one thing where it's like a team is in a de- dire desperation. They gotta win now, win now. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't even in that spot. You no, know. He, so you know what he has <laughs> on that 49ers roster right now? Kirk Cousin will be a huge improvement over what they have because he already knows uh, Kyle's system. Yeah, they but who do they got? All the time and but what I'm saying, but I'm saying, I'm saying the the uh, the the expectation for him to win with what he has is not is not high enough to make to drive him to make that move. Like but right now, operates off of that. Like I, that's something we operate off of. As far as <clears throat> the way his mind works and the way his ego works, from what I've seen in Washington, he wants to hit the ground running. He doesn't want to go. And say, oh, I got six years, so I can build a team the right way. You saw how they operated here. Mm-hmm. He wants to. He's probably thinking, oh, we can make the playoffs if if they just do my system the way I have it designed. We'll be good. Like he thinks it's all him. No, I hope you're right, though. I hope you. I hope they're willing to pay the whole, the whole fat farm to get that by McCurk Cousins, though. I hope they are, though. But I just, I just, I mean. From my, if they were able to do that, then props to them, dog. But that Jonas, it just not looking. I, I, I don't, I don't know, dog. I don't know. Uh-huh. 
thank you guys who tune in to the BLK Sports 980 podcast, representing the DMV. Right quick, just want to encourage you to please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you also follow us at BLK Sports 980 on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. You can even email us your thoughts, show topics, and more at BLKSports980 at gmail.com. Last but not least, let's spread this word. Now back to our show. Some uh, some free agent running backs hit the market. AP, you make a move for AP? Jamal Charles? Any of them catch your eye? Or you like, nah? AP more than Jamal Charles, just because Jamal Charles' injury history the last two seasons. But it will have to come at the right price because AP, even though he's AP, but at the end of the day, time is undefeated and he's 32 years old. He don't want me. <laughs> he has to go to a team that has like a vicious offensive line. You know what I'm trying to say? Like he can't come to the like – people keep saying the Giants. Our, our, our run offensive line is horrible. Why would he want to come there? It's horrible. Like that would be the worst place to come. I mean, for the market, I can see it, but – and I know we don't have another a really good our running backs are really bad, but in terms of the offensive line in place to block for him, I don't see him, you know, being really, you know, doing really well with New York. He has to go somewhere else that has a better run O line. And Jamal Charles, I don't know if he can even stay healthy enough going forward to even play in the NFL. He may not be able to walk after he retires. Well, I, I mean, I don't know on AP or Jamal. Like, I just... Oh, my gosh, man. Old running backs, dog. I mean, I feel like this draft has so many young running backs that you could go and probably um, take yeah. a flyer on. I mean, I'm not willing to just fork out the cat. I mean, I guess if you didn't have anything else and you were just trying to make a sexy move to bring to, uh, put, put people in the seats, then I could see an AP or... You know, Jamal Charles of Washington or something, something like that. But other than that, like, I mean, uh, what's the Bama name? Jones? He trash. Matt Jones. Uh, he's an improvement yeah, over Jones, everything we he, got here. He, he garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's an, definitely an improvement over what we got here. I mean, Fat Rob, if I had to, like, ride with him one more year, I mean, I definitely would draft a running back because um, I think there's a lot of them in there with, with potential. Um, I would do that, but I, I don't know, dog. I don't know this, about. This I don't know problem, about though. He's not gonna get nowhere near eighteen million dollars. That AP I'm talking about, and mm-hmm. on top of that, the running back position now is not what it used to be. Like, no. After a running back comes off his rookie deal, he's almost thirty years old, and then the team wants to move on to another running back because after thirty, statistically, it's shown that that's when the running back depreciates in everything that he does. So it's like. They don't. They just kind of kick him out the door after the rookie after the rookie deal. I don't. So running backs are such a dime a dozen. You can get good ones like Chicago did in the fifth round. When they got Howard. I mean, it's easy to get running back, in my opinion. I, and it's the easiest position to me to, to, to kind of like um, like transition to from college mm-hmm. to the NFL, unlike uh, quarterback or maybe even wide receiver. You know, so. I just don't see them getting a whole lot of money on the market. I mean, AP is, is AP. He's going to definitely get people who are going to try to sign him. He's going to get some looks. Oh, he yeah. definitely going to get some definitely. Looks. Yeah. Well, speaking of a quarterback, is Gino a free agent? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's a free agent. So Gino Smith is a free. Would you, would you, would you take a fly on Gino Smith? As a backup or a starter? As your starter. Nah, Bob. No. So you can't, yeah, you can't do start. You can do compete for the position. 
if you like the 49ers or some of these other teams like the Jets like staying with the Jets you can do that but you can't bring him in as a starter you gotta make him earn the job cause somebody like him you just can't give him a job you, you gotta make him earn it unfortunately I thought he was gonna be good coming out of West Virginia I was so wrong on that one <laughs> speaking of prospects and Nana we we, we looking at we looking at forward to the draft and of course we gonna go through these these different positions and look at the prospects and stuff and make comparisons and kind of give you an insider addition why we should have been GMs because we definitely know just as much as these GMs out here when it comes to evaluating talent. Yeah, I'm biased. We're not getting swayed, you know what I'm saying, because the Bama took a picture in Beverly Hills, you know what I'm saying, with his shirt off. Like, we ain't ain't enamored by that stuff. Like, can you play or can you, or you some trash? And we're going to tell you. So uh, we started with the quarterback class this year. We're just going to do the top five. Uh, what is that? Yeah. yeah. Top five quarterbacks that's that's tied in the draft. We're just going to give our assessments. I've gone in and, and evaluated these different quarterbacks and looked at them. And, I, you know, I have my assessment and my comparisons and stuff set up. And uh, we'll, we'll all go through it. Um, starting at the top of the list. And I, I just have to say this. Mitch Trubisky, I've... I've, I've Formerly called him trash and called him some 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 doo-doo and basically said that he, you know, he was just trash. I actually have to recant those statements. <laughs> I will not call him trash. He's not trash. No, he's well, what he is is he's what he is right. is I don't this is what I think. I I watched the game, I watched a couple games per my assessment, you know, and, and Aaron can he can, you know, vouch my behalf, but I think that he is along the lines of Alex Smith, Kirk Cousins-ish. I I think that he has, he can make the throws. Um, I didn't, it was really hard to evaluate how he handles pressure. I seen him, he does throw off his back foot a lot. He does some things that I wouldn't want my quarterback at the next level to do. Just so, from watching him and Kyle. And Kyle. Let me ask you this question. Let's get this real quick. So what are the pros yeah. to Trubinsky? Like, what does he do well? So, so Trubinsky, to me, is a gamer. So he, 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 he's shown, and this is per my observation, he's shown the ability to be resilient, you know, under, under, unfavorable circumstances now when i say that i mean with the game situation circumstances not being in his favor not necessarily him him not having his offensive line his offensive line is i mean if, if a team's going to take a fly on him i do not think he is the first number rated rated quarterback overall that let's just put that out there um i do not think he's number one will he be serviceable and could he be serviceable if he's in the right system first of all he needs a running back that's the first thing I noticed. That's right. You already know. About the system that he runs, he definitely is a running back. Um, he takes a lot of hits from his position at the quarterback position because he does a lot of play action reads and stuff. But the dude can throw the ball, and he's a gamer. I've seen him down in the game and him, you know, throw touchdown passes that his receivers drop back to back to back and him still to stay locked in. Now, one of the bad things, I think, he tries to make every play. Um, similar to similar to uh, what was the Bama with Texas A and M? Um, nah, Mahomes. Texas A and M. The uh, Patrick Mahomes. No, 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 
No, no, no. Back in the day, he he got kicked out of Johnny Manziel. Yeah, he tries to make every play, and he doesn't throw the ball away. Like he just, I mean, that's something he would have to learn at the next level. Um, In college, he gets away with it. He he got out of some tough plays. I was like, dang, this Bama is elusive, and he has a little bit of wheels, like similar to Alex Smith. Um, But I I think he has a better arm than Alex Smith, just per my assessment. But he's still not the top-rated quarterback. Like I said, I put him in the vein of Kirk Cousins and, and Alex Smith. That's where I would like compare him to. Aaron, what do you? What do you? What is your thoughts on Trubisky? On Trubisky? Yeah. Um, I agree with ninety-nine percent of what Harold said because I think we watched what two games together actually on Trubisky. Um, I think his ceiling is Kirk Cousins. I think his floor is Alex Smith and the early Alex Smith, not the Alex Smith with um with the, the Chiefs. Chief. Um, he, he excels in like the quick intermediate to short throws like playing what looks close to an NFL offense versus what some of the other guys are playing in so that's to his advantage and he looks the most like a prototypical quote unquote NFL quarterback what they like what most of the GM's offensive coordinators head coaches like from the quarterback that's what his advantage is the, the perception of him being the most ready similar to golf last year versus his actual talent or what they've seen him do on the field. What I don't like about him is he plays um, sometimes when he's throwing downfield, he has like a Matt Stafford, Jay Cutler mentality, but he doesn't have a Matt Mm. Stafford, Jay Cutler on. Nah, dog. So (laughs) in the league, a lot of those passes that'll get completed won't get complete. There'll be interceptions in the league. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that you guys said, I've kind of had the same assessment watching I looked at actually several games of him and um I, I felt the pros for him though I felt like he was sneaky athletic I yeah, felt like definitely. he did you know what I'm saying he can get out he can run he can and he also has like almost like a little bit not saying he's Ben Roethlisberger but he he can extend the play really well like a lot of times he won't just always just run downfield but he'll make moves in the pocket or run around it so he can throw the ball downfield um, he works well through his progression. That's why I, I don't think he turned the ball over a whole lot. And that's why he has such a high um, completion percentage because a lot of times if the throw wasn't there, he would just check it down to like a running back out the, into, into the flats. And, I, you know, some coaches would like that. He, to me, he's more of like a DLG, kind of like a check down type quarterback where he's not going to force it all the time. He's just going to throw it down to the running back in the flats or whoever's kind of shallow. Um, so he won't turn the ball over. Because to me, I, when I looked at his deep passes, I felt like he wasn't really accurate throwing the ball deep. Um, he had nice touch on his deep pass, but it just... It was a lot of times he, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He would always throw it a whole lot when I would watch him. So I felt like that, that, that you know, a lot of people are talking about, oh, he threw for 60, 68%, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of that was because North Carolina threw a lot of screens like wide receiver screens, running back screens, a lot of check downs, a lot of, you know, dump offs, a lot of drag routes. So bootlegs, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So naturally, mm-hmm. you're going to have a really high uh, completion percentage when I looked at him. So to me, that's a little bit misleading in the league. It depends who it goes to. If he goes to a team that likes to do that, then he will probably be fine. Um, Redskins would almost be perfect for him for yeah. what they're doing now. I want winners. Yeah, because, I mean, it'd be the same thing. And like Harold said, when he gets in trouble, he throws off that back foot like religiously. I watch it a lot. A lot of times when there's a defender in his face, he would throw that ball off his back foot and it would be easy, either an inaccurate pass 
or it would be an incomplete pass or interception or something like that, um, which he didn't have a whole lot of those this year. Um, but when you watch him on tape, he doesn't really dazzle you with any like particular attribute or play. But, you know, at the next level, he'll be a DLG. He won't lose the game for you. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He'll do ball control. You know, you punt, get the field position game, that type of quarterback. That's what I, I, I see him doing that at the next level. And just to add to everything that everybody said, that's not somebody you take in the first round to me. Period. Can't do it. Which that's is it. why when they mentioned him initially as the number one quarterback going one or two, I'm like, hell no. Right. Because he that's needs many other round. pieces around him. He needs that old line. He needs a running game. That old line was saving his life. Yeah. You know what he needs? He needs a good defense wherever, wherever team he yeah. goes to. Yeah. Well, so to me, no way. I you ain't been doing the education, bro. You yeah, ain't been doing the education. I'll say this too. I would like to see his demeanor. Like I would like to see how he interviews because you know I could tell. I mean, after watching the tape on golf and then, uh, what was what was the other dude um, plays with the Eagles now? Um, Wentz, quarterback Carson, for the Eagles, Carson Wentz. Wentz. When I saw their demeanor, like Wentz swag. Told yeah. me he was ready. He was league ready. Right. Like right. you know what I'm saying. Golf was a little tentative, and he was like, Ugh. like I was like, oh, this Batman ain't ready. <laughs> right though. <laughs> like the Batman ain't ready. You know what I'm saying. Like that matters, young, to me. Like when I'm trying to evaluate, like it's 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 how you play, it's how you handle adversity, yeah. is what you do. You know what I'm saying. And then like what kind of swag you carry with yeah. yourself. Like do you believe in yourself? Yeah. That's half the battle. Believing in yourself. And so I, I, I really can't say, I mean, from his gameplay, Mr. Trubisky's gameplay, it seems like he does believe in himself maybe a little bit too much because he throws these passes like he's Matthew, like Aaron said, Matthew Stafford arm, um, but he he got, you know what I'm saying, uh, a Cole McCoy arm. Um, so I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't know, dog. He's right. His arm is like Cole McCoy. He's exactly right. He's C-plus arm strength. Yeah, yeah. 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 C-plus. Um, uh, next on the list is Deshaun Kaiser. So uh, out of out of Notre Dame, Deshaun Kaiser, you know I I've been saying this dude was league ready since since like I, I saw him from the freshman beginning of the season, oh. not freshman year, but but I'm saying I'm saying like since this year, to me he looks this is my assessment, he looks like he's the the most ready for the next level. And when I say ready, I mean, like, when I evaluate the quarterbacks, I'm looking to see what they're doing in college and how what they're doing in college translates to the NFL game. And so when I say that, I mean, like, the things you see good NFL quarterbacks do at the next level. And some of those things is check the ball down, not force throws. Uh, If the play is not there, throw the ball away. If they break containment, you know what I'm saying, and the play is not there, throw the ball away. And Deshaun Kaiser does many of those things. Now, he got an arm. He can make all the throws. The thing that he needs to work on is he needs to work on uh, consistency with his intermediate throws. Now, he can make the throws, like, but sometimes on those out patterns, you know, the 15-yard outs, he's leaving it out there a little too far and stuff like that. And, you know, it could potentially get picked off or it could just be incomplete passes. And at the next level, you got to complete those passes. You know what I'm saying? Throws. Those 15-yard yeah, yeah. Them sideline throws is just a little, yeah. little, yeah. little tricky. And, and uh, underneath his little dumps and stuff like that, he, he can do that. Down the field, he got an arm. He can he can lay it out there. And I feel like his arm is strong enough to, to match up with the elite speed in the NFL. So you got the four four, like, you know what I'm saying? He can he can lay the ball out there. Uh, 
He throws the ball away. He makes good decisions from the quarterback position, which I think you need at the next level. It's just, um, you know, just making those those intermediate throws more consistently, which, you know, if he's coached up, I believe that he'll be able to do. He got wheels. He's elusive. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think he, he he has all the tools. And in my, my opinion, I think he's 1A or 1B, you know, as far as like uh, uh, top prospects for, for QBs this year. Yeah, so it's been pretty clear that I've been a Watson guy the whole year. Like, it's a no-brainer. He's the best quarterback to take. Um, after watching some more Deshaun Kaiser's, uh games, I got to admit, I was kind of looking like maybe... Yeah. Depending on the system and the situation. Right. Especially with certain quarterback... I mean, certain uh, head coaches or coordinators who tend to be more rigid and don't want to be flexible with the game plans. He might be... Um, the number one quarterback, mm-hmm. just again, depending on the OC um, and the situation he's going to be put into. I saw him do the most with the least out of the quarterbacks that we're evaluating in this list. Um, he faced the most adversity, and I liked how he handled most of the adversity. He didn't have a great year, but he still had 26 touchdowns and only nine interceptions. And I, he just looks like some guys you can watch five or six plays, and you can tell he belongs in the NFL. Like you can see them playing in the NFL. But he, like, Within the first time, within the first game I watched, I knew he was an NFL player. It's just a matter of um, where he ends up in the system. Mm. Yeah, you you're right though, and the like most of the quarterbacks in this list, and they a lot of them don't they don't come from under center, so they all a lot of them work out of shotgun, where it's just Kaiser and Watson and and Trubinsky. They all kind of work out of even even um, Mahomes. They all kind of work out of the shotgun. Um, but Kaiser, though, like you said, Aaron, and and as as well as Harold, I felt like when I watched him, like this dude could actually be the top prospect taken at quarterback off the board. I mean, he's six foot four, two twenty. The Bama got wheels. He can run. Like if he gets in the open field, he can get loose. I mean, he really shines. You know, throwing the ball on the run. He's really well. He's really good at doing that. He has a strong arm. He can throw into the tight windows. Um, like you know, like Harold said earlier, he can complete. He's good at completing the short passes and, and over the middle intermediate passes. Um, but he doesn't throw well under pressure, which most quarterbacks don't. And and even at the NFL level, um, from time he to got time, a lot of pressure too. Yeah, that old line was trash. Yeah, he had the worst old line out of the quarterbacks we're evaluating by far. Worse than you think it was worse than Kaya's. But Kaya, oh, Kaya is not a. I'm not drafting him. He went undrafted okay. on my board. I didn't even look at most of his tape. Ten okay. minutes and I'm done. I'm not uh, rocking, so, Mo. <laughs> so I understand why you said that. And 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 <laughs> you know, and uh, the other thing about him is sometimes because he is so athletic, you know, what I'm saying he sometimes he relies on that. You know, unlike uh, like Deshaun Waskin or or Trubinsky, even Mahomes. When I look at him, when he's when he's going to scramble, he's looking to run downfield. He kind of takes his eyes off of downfield, and he's looking just to run the ball. He missed open targets because of that. I've seen it. Um, he does his his pocket presence is okay. It's not the best. I know at the combine, at the interview, he's going to get drilled for you know the quarterback get all gets all the the praise when the team wins, and they get all the the hate when the team yeah. loses. They went from a ten and two season to a four and eight season. Um, he got benched in the Stanford game. Um, he, you know, he only threw 58% this year in his completion percentage. So they're going to get him for that. 
Um, but overall, I mean, he 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 was inconsistent. But I think if he can get consistent, yeah, I could still see him going in the first round, and I could see him being the first quick QB off the board before the other guys, just because of his size and his athleticism. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And his arm on top of that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, we 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 in consensus. Uh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, it's not really much we need to say about Deshaun Watson. If you haven't watched Deshaun Watson, then I don't know what to tell you. That's right. But, you already know. Uh, I mean, like I said, when you're talking 1A, 1B, from from my evaluation of Deshaun Watson, the thing that impressed me the most is his ability to stay locked in games. Like, I mean, of course, in the national championship, which to me spoke volumes about him and his abilities, uh, is that when things weren't going his way, how he was able to overcome adversity. And to me, that's the biggest thing or biggest trait that you need going into the next level, being able to handle adversity, because you're going to see a lot of it. You're most likely going to go to a sorry trash ball team. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're going to be like, you are gonna have to learn a whole bunch of information and be in an offense. And you know what I'm saying? And people are going to be trying to knock your head off. So how you're able to like handle adversity at, at a lower level will definitely bodes well for you at the at the next level. And for Deshaun Watson, his ability to be a leader of his team, you know, even with the expectations there, people don't realize how hard that is when there's when you have expectations to perform at a certain level and then to to have to be consistently performing at that level, um, you know, it's difficult. I I I think, you know, if a team and Similar to what Aaron was saying about Deshaun Kaiser, I think that the team that he goes to matters. Um, and what kind of system, if it's a flexible system that he's put in or if it's a rigid system that he's put in. Because I believe if he's put in a rigid system or asked to do things that's not really catered to his skill sets. Yeah, his strengths. Or his strengths. Yeah. I think that he won't be as successful as his ceiling would, would have him to be. You um, know, I, I just... I just don't know how he'll be able to respond if he's in a system where he's not and he, he can make all the throws. But to me, his athleticism, I think that that should be um, a part of whoever is like game planning for him. For him. Um, to me, he reminds me of, and I noticed like, why, why, do, why do you always compare, you know, black quarterbacks to other black quarterbacks? But the, But the truth is, is that there's only one Cam Newton in the league. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nobody else like him in his with his skill set and his abilities. And I think he kind of resembles Cam, but with a little Aaron Rodgers in him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and he's definitely a gamer. So I, I think, yeah, he's 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 1A. Uh, I, I actually have Kaiser slightly above him, but that's his preference. Not because, you know what I'm saying, he doesn't have the skill or the talent. He's actually more consistent of a thrower, in my opinion, than Kaiser. Um, yeah, so um, on Watson, I didn't even have to watch tape because I watched, I think, almost all the Clemson games this year. Um, for me, the comparison is not as much Cam as it is Russell Wilson. I think he's coming out of college, Russell Wilson, but a better thrower. And he's a winner. He's won everywhere he went. He won... Uh, the NCAA championship. He was in the championship the year before. He was the first uh, quarterback to win a high school championship at his team in 100 years. Like, he wins everywhere he goes. I want winners. And I feel like that 
is a big factor that they're not, I don't hear anybody really attributing to him when it comes to the evaluation process. There's other like intangibles about a quarterback and a leader of your team that kind of factor in whether a head coach ends up fired in three years or not. And I think it also depends on what system he ends up in. Like for example, um, if Cleveland's picking number one overall and they take the quarterback, I think Kaiser would be a better fit than Watson. But if San Francisco takes the quarterback first, I think Watson would be a better fit than Kaiser, if that makes sense. So, um, like Harold said, it's 1A and 1B with me. It all depends on what system they end up in. Um, But I think he'll be a starter in the league and he'll be a winner in the league for 10 years. Yeah, I I had to watch, you know, I watched tape on Deshaun Watson. And a lot of what I saw is kind of a lot of what I've already knew already, like you guys were saying. Um... One of the cons is, again, like all these quarterbacks, he runs out of that shotgun kind of spread offense. Um, But even with that being said, he still has very good uh, pocket presence, in my opinion. Like a lot of times you see him climb the pocket. A lot of times you see him avoid pressure. Like his mobility is not really speed. It's more like shifty. So he makes defenders miss, and then he's able to avoid that pressure and then throw the ball downfield. I mean, so many times you see him avoid pressure and throw the you know the ball down field to Williams. You know what I'm saying? You see, you saw it in so many games. Um, his he has nice touch on his on his throws. I mean, it's just like beautiful the way the ball just kind of like lands right. You know what I'm saying? On this target, um, he makes really good back shoulder throws as well, like them end zone back shoulder fade throws. Um, he knew how to use like his receivers to his best abilities. He had a big receiver in Williams and they threw a lot of like back shoulder throws and he was just a master at it when I watched when I watched him play and he was really accurate with it as opposed to when he was just throwing like a regular down the field deep pass. A lot of times, sometimes it wouldn't be as accurate as some of those other throws. Um, he will also sometimes stare down his receivers and I think a lot of times that's what led to the the 17 interceptions that he had this year is because he kind of stares them down a little bit, especially Williams, because that was his yeah, was his best guy. And it kind of led to those kind of turnover plays. Um, but when I look at him at the end of the day, when I watched, uh, they had a lot of close games. They had a, a close game against Auburn where he he scored when he needed, the offense scored when he needed to score against Louisville. I mean, that was a that was a just a, a dog fight, like a just mm-hmm. both teams are scoring back and forth, and he's just like, "What? Okay, I'm gonna score." I mean, they win the game, and of course, the Alabama game, um, same thing there. So he doesn't shrink in the moment. The moment doesn't shrink him. He 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 rises to the occasion every single time. Um, the only thing I question about, and and it really wasn't in college, but at at the pro level, he takes a lot of big hits, like a lot of big hits. And not just in the Alabama game, but in the games that I watched, when he's scrambling, he's not the over, he's not the biggest quarterback. He's only like six foot two, and he was getting beat up. I don't know at the next level how how good he's gonna last if he keeps taking those big hits like that. I don't know if he'll be able to, to you know to continue to do that at the NFL level. Um, nah, Bob. But again, MVP of the ACC championship, MVP of the Fiesta Ball. Uh, Davey O'Brien Award, United, you know, yeah. United Award for the top senior quarterback. I mean, he has all the accolades. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's just a winner. And I, like you said, Aaron, it has to go to the right team to use him uh, initially if he's going to start day one. Because if he starts day one, he goes to the wrong team. I think he can actually ruin his career. 
as as a quarterback, like most quarterbacks. If you go to the wrong team in the wrong system, that's it. I think he's going to be it's going to really ruin him as a as a player going forward. And part of that also is because certain quarterbacks like these the league doesn't have the same amount of patience with these guys as they do some of the other no, quarterbacks. They don't. You get one chance to be a starter. Yeah. If that doesn't work out, then you're instantly a backup. Yeah. And if that doesn't work out, then you're out gone. the league. Yeah. Three years so, and you're gone. This is ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. That's part of the reason why I feel like we kind of hesit- are a little more hesitant with these guys versus some of the other guys who will get multiple chances to pick up a system, to get consistency and get some talent around them. Sometimes when you get with some of these quarterbacks that are more gifted, the teams expect them to use those gifts to bring everybody else up and don't feel like they need the same talent that some of the other quarterbacks do. Yeah. Now, can I can I just talk about Patrick Mahomes? Because that's my favorite prospect. That's okay, my favorite prospect. I think he can be a steal. I think he may be the steal. I, some people may say, I know, but when I look at him on game film... That joker dazzles, bro. First of all, he got his arm. He got a cannon for an arm. And and not only can he throw the ball downfield, he can throw it, you know, with a lot of velocity. But he has so much control with that arm because even when there's like a pass where he needs to put touch on it, he can apply that touch on that pass. You know what I'm saying? He got that quick release. He extends plays so many times. He's always looking to throw the ball downfield as opposed to just kind of run and scramble. He's looking to shake off defenders and make those throws. Um, and and yeah, you know what I'm saying. So when I look at him, he goes through his progression. When I watch him scramble, he slides. I mean, that's like the simple. It, it seems simple, but RJ three struggle with that still to this day, just sliding. When you know what I'm saying, but he played baseball, so I think that's why he's able to just. It's like natural for him to do that 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 slide as a quarterback when he goes in the open field. He doesn't take a lot of big hits because of that. Um, he can throw the ball on a run. He can climb the pot. He climbs the pocket well. The only knock I have on him is I watch his footwork sometimes, and he relies on his arm strength too much. Like he'll just he'll rely on that to throw the ball. But that's a, but that's a, that's a young dude's trait. You know them young boys. They oh, feel yeah. like they make yeah. throw. And when you have a strong arm, you do it more because you're like I can get it there. I can I can get the ball there. So I can my feet my footwork is a little sloppy, and that's okay. And I get the ball there. Um, I mean the only thing about him is this. This is the this is the only thing with all the stat all the gaudy stats that he had as a player at Texas Tech is is it fool's gold you know what I'm saying because of the offense that they run they run that uh that not run and shoot but they kind of run that like air raid that air raid offense where it's just like throwing passes like 50 passes a game we're just gonna throw 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 you know how's that gonna translate into the NFL but when I watch him as a quarterback if if he was like six four or six five. Oh man, I think he would be he may be one of the top quarterbacks. I mean, like top top. That's how much I liked him when I watched him on film. Um, I don't know how you guys, you know, assess him, but I really like the way he plays. He'll probably fall to the second round, maybe early third round. But he can be the steal for somebody. Almost like how Russell Wilson fell as well, you know what I'm saying? But he was he was Seattle still. So so I I'll say this, uh when we while we was watching games, Patrick Mahomes was one of the one of the prospects Aaron put me on to, I hadn't really like, like looked at him that much. Uh, but he, to me, he reminded me of like a gamer. Like he he looks like a gamer. The Bama's arm is ridiculous. 
And you, you know, it's evident right clearly off break that the Batman has the NFL arm strength and, and NFL arm talent to make every throw. Um, to me, he was just like too carefree with his throws. Like, almost like, it's almost like you in the gym and you playing against Bamas you know can't really play with you. Exactly. You, you, you just kind of like do stuff you generally wouldn't wouldn't do. And I just, I'm not sure if at the next level he's going to carry that mentality because, uh, you know, quickly they'll, they'll remind you that, you know what I'm saying, the Bamas in the league is in the league for a reason. And so I just don't know where he's measured as a quarterback. Like, I, like Kaiser, for me, he seemed like the most mature at the quarterback position is like, as far as like what throws to make, what throws not to make, you know what I'm saying, when to throw the ball away. Patrick Mahomes, like he seems the most, the opposite end of that, like the most carefree, like like making reckless. passes. Yeah, like reckless with his passes. And I mean, it could be a gift and a curse. Now he does, uh, different from Mitch Trubisky, who doesn't have the arm strength, he does have the arm strength to make all those throws. So it's like, uh, will he be able to? I mean, Matthew Stafford was doing a lot of stuff when he was in college too, and he came to the next level and showed that he could still do it. So, like, I think that his ceiling is high. I'm just not so sure if you'll be able to coach him to, like, play maybe a little more conservative if that's what your team needs in order to win. You know what I'm saying? So, uh like I said, and I guess it would go for every quarterback, the system that they go into. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I believe, and this is different, um, like I feel like Deshaun Kaiser can raise the level of the play of, of the players around him. I'm talking about receivers. I think Deshaun Watson can raise the players around him as far as receivers. For me, Patrick Mahomes needs a 1A receiver. Like he needs a Calvin Johnson or somebody like that uh, on his team uh, to like where he can just throw the ball up or like a go-to guy that he can rely upon to really get in a rhythm and get get comfortable. I think if you put like just regular average Joe Schmoes around him, then he'll start kirking like and just I, that's just from what my my assessment. Aaron, you want to add Jeff, Jeff? Yeah, I'm actually kind of blown that D kind of stole my thunder. This was the dude from the draft. <laughs> That I wanted to attach my name to that nobody yeah, was talking see, about. He did go. He definitely beat me to it. But again, if you listen to the show, you know the first thing I look at from a quarterback is arm strength, and this Bama is definitely a a plus arm strength. So not only that, he looks to throw the ball downfield. Like he's mobile and he can get more time, but he doesn't get outside the pocket to run. He gets outside the pocket to throw 30, 40, 50 yards down the field. And of course, I love when a quarterback does that because I'm a big play type of guy. I'm not with it. Can't stand it. That's why I don't like Kirk Cousins. But um, to me, I'm taking him over uh, Mr. Trubisky in the first round. 100% Um, agree. So I can't justify because of the system he plays in. He's not ready to come in the league and start with an NFL offense. Right. He just started taking passes out of the shotgun, I mean, from under center within the last month because he had a thumb in injury that he was playing with the whole year. Um, and they play out of the shotgun. He just literally started taking um, snaps from under center. So it's going to take a while for him to get acclimated to playing with pros, the speed of the game, taking snaps from under center and running an NFL offense. So there's no way I can justify taking him over Watson or Kaiser. No, but he, yeah. 
But that being said, had he been at another school, he's definitely the most gifted, definitely has the most arm talent out of anybody in this draft when it comes to accuracy and arm strength. Yeah, and uh, touch. I mean, dog, yeah. his arm is ridiculous. Like, not just that he can throw a hard, but when you watch the touch he can throw on some of them passes. When I was watching him play on the game tape, I was getting hyped. Yeah. I was getting hyped, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, my mom was like, man, I know Aaron watching Mahomes, and he's probably like, this is my type of quarterback. That's my secret weapon, yeah. I was going to come to the show. <laughs> Don't nobody know about Patrick Mahomes, but DJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But go ahead. Next, next prospect. The, the last guy I'm on the docket, dog, is Brad Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Brad Kaya. Like, look, for me, he's he's the most pedestrian quarterback. Like, <laughs> I don't know how he just – he got, like, scooped up in this top five prospect list. Miami. I don't That's know how, I'm like – Miami. Like, that made me I mean, but, <laughs> but he, he he's, he's very – like just regular, like think of the most regular quarterback that's in the NFL right now, and that that's him. Like, uh, he he's he he comes into the league as a backup. Like I like I'm talking about like a backup career backup. For oh, me, he's gonna be out the league in three years. That's his career. Yeah, that that that's the thing about Kaya. I mean, he was probably one of the best quarterbacks. Which is funny that Miami had in a while because Miami hasn't really had a good quarterback in a while. But I mean, he doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't make sloppy mistakes. I mean, I, I mean, this is the one thing he has the prototypical height and weight for a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Um, unlike other prospects, he has come underneath center in his college offense, where everybody's has come out of shotgun. Um, he does not. He has an okay arm. It's not a great arm. It's okay. Um, he's accurate with his underneath throws, and, that, and mainly because. The offense that they run, I looked up their offense, and the offense that they run in Miami is a shallow cross-concept offense. So it's, it's looking for that first slant route, and then if that's not there, you look for your second read, but it's the choice read, and after that, you just dump it off to the flats. So it's like a three-step drop, almost like a West Coast offense type of type of deal. Um, so that may translate a little bit faster to the NFL level, you know what I'm saying, if he gets with the right team. Um, but he struggles with the deep pass, with his accuracy on that. Um when he's pressured, every pass sails high. Every single one. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a high flyer looking to get picked off. And he's not athletic. He's, he's really not athletic when I watched him. Um, doesn't get away from defenders. Doesn't really buy time. Um, he's improved every trash. year as a quarterback. But at the end... <laughs> no, you're right. In the league, he trash. But at the end of the day, uh, Put in the right situation, could he develop into a, a solid backup, a number two? I believe so, maybe a number two, but I don't I don't see him as a as a franchise Can't. franchise quarterback. But again, he came from an offense that may translate a little bit faster and easier to the NFL level. He did come from underneath center. So he's not really like learning those traits. You know what I'm trying to say? But his arm is just a little even for his size, his arm is not overly like impressive. Like, wow, he got an arm. So I, regular. I don't see a whole lot. And yeah, that's the thing regular, with the quarterback that class. Regular, that 87 arm, that regular unleaded arm. Yeah, um, that's the 87. Yeah, 87. Yeah, the unleaded jump. Yeah, the unleaded arm. Um, uh, <laughs> it's not <laughs> got that wah-wah jump. I, I'm just, it's just one. Yeah, you're right, though. I mean, I don't. when I watched him play, I was almost bored. This is the problem. I watched Mahomes play, and then I watched Kaya play. And it Wrong was like order. night and day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong order, though. I should have started order. off with Kaya, then Trubinsky, 
and then all the other guys. But um, I don't know. I don't, it's, the quarterback class is, is kind of weak, and honestly. You know, it's not a whole lot of talent in there. Uh, it's really shallow. You got, you know, Chad Kelly, and you got a couple. You got the guy, uh, Josh Dobbs from, from Tennessee. But it's it's not a whole lot. Kelly's not bad. No, nah, he's not. I take Kelly over Kaya. I take him over Kaya. No, I'm not taking Kaya at all. <laughs> like, sir, when I watch these quarterbacks, I try to envision, okay, what system would he work in? Like, what about him would make me want to bring him on my team, take a flyer on him? Nothing about him. I feel like I got a better arm in this guy. Yeah, I really um, do. Like, So it's like, when I look at him, it's like he's nothing special. He looks like a rec league bammer. So go play in the Beltway League. He's not going to be a starter in the league. I promise you that. Mm. I'm not rocking, Mo. So that's the that's the that's the our assessment at the quarterbacks. Next week we want the running backs. Uh, though pleasant when it when the draft starts, like when we start watching these combines. I think the combine starts next this week. Next week. No, week. this week. This, this week. week. This week. Oh, this this Thursday. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, so we definitely gonna be turning. I think interviews start today. I believe. Is tomorrow's interviews. I think. So, tomorrow. yeah. so, so we we definitely so y- y'all gonna hear this 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 podcast and then y'all gonna be like after they be sight after the little combine they get to see Bama's like, oh they young they gonna be saying all the stuff we've been saying and just gonna reiterate all the stuff that we saying. So I mean, just prepare yourselves. Uh, what else about to say? Uh, Jeff, you got anything else? You good? You didn't see the text. You didn't see the text? Oh, nah, Brandon, no. Br- Brandon Jennings has verbally agreed to the Wizards. Let's go, champ! Boom. Boom shakalaka. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Get Trey Burke riding that pine. Getting, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, now, you, now he's getting benched. You know that off break. But yeah. it would be one. But, you, but he got to get benched, dog. Like, I mean, at this point, he's just not producing. I'm sorry, Trey. You just not producing, dog. <laughs> You're not producing. Now, Jason Smith, on the other hand, he can take his his jump to court, dog. Jeff Mathis will hear his his case, dog. Cause that bad <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, 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 but Trey Young, nah, sorry, bro. Dang, that was right on time, Young. We got some breaking news. It's been it's been a minute since we got the breaking news, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good pickup, though, for the Wiz. Once yeah, he clears waivers, he'll, he'll sign him. That'll be what's up, well, man. What's your overall assessment, Jeff, of our, of our, uh, our critique, you know, quarterback critique? Perfect. I mean, everything sound good. I mean, I, I was telling... Um, I was telling D and uh, Aaron, like, like I didn't even have the time. Like, my schedule was warped, so I didn't get to look at stuff in, in, uh, in depth. Um, but, I mean, I think overall, like, I kind of just from the surface stuff that I've seen from the guys, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of like a Deshaun Watson guy. I've seen a little bit of Kaiser. I mean, I definitely like his athleticism. Um, but, I mean, like I said, I think Deshaun Watson's just a winner. And, you know, considering... Um, you know, like I said, uh, comparing favorably to Cam on a lot of regards, not necessarily physical, physically, but, you know, like the mobility, he could throw the ball and the fact that he just wins games. I mean, I, I, I personally think that uh, he's going to be a winner in the league. So, I mean, that's that's my number one quarterback, though, in any case. Mm. OK, but bet that speaking of winners, uh Shout out to the WAU basketball team for winning the NAIA championship. Oh, wow. Uh, shout out to Patrick Curry. The Bama's won under impossible odds. 
I mean, they had one big man, Brian Bridge, for the whole year. You know what I'm saying? And, and the fact that they overcome the odds and were able to get a, get wins, you know, it, it's just remarkable, dog. Shout out to them. Big ups to WAU basketball, young. I mean, they they definitely made history this year and, and completed the run. Now they off to the uh, Division Two tournament. I think starts next week or Sunday, something like that. It starts it starts very soon, and they in that jump. And uh, you know, hopefully they can they can make it through that gauntlet and get another championship. But uh, just big ups to them. Shout out to them. Much love to the WAU basketball team, young and. You know what I'm saying? We're going to rep y'all as long as we have a, have a voice. Uh, that's all we got, though. Ain't, anything else, Young? Is is the uh, championship mean that Coach too big now to get, come back on the show? We got to get him back on. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Actually, nah. In, in, in his defense, he hit me today and was like, can he come on the show? It's okay. just the times didn't work out because he was at he was, he was a banquet. You know what I'm saying? I had to hit him like, yeah, you got to stay humble, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so uh, <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. But he 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 definitely hit me. He reached out to me, which is which is you know what I'm saying just to show like the humility and, and, and the mindset. He was like, yeah, I'm trying to get back on. I was like, bet you know we gonna make it happen. So we'll either have like just a little a special you know one on one, get him on the show. Or we'll we'll definitely get him on next week. You know what I'm saying, uh, and, and have him on the show so he can just talk about what it took to get a championship because we were talking about him early in the season. They were just talking about. You know, trying to make history and all that stuff, and now here they are, winning the chip, dog. It's just, it's, it's a blessing. I'm proud of, proud of the team. You know, the coaching staff, Sullivan Phillips, all the coaching staff that helped, uh, you know, put this together. Elliot, all the seniors. You know, what I'm saying on the team. Shout out to them. It, it just, is it's a boost, young. I know they, I know they sized and happy, dog. So that's all we got. Right, young, you getting up shots, huh? Already. If it wasn't raining, I might have come out there. It's not the whole person. I would have gone, but it's raining outside. Oh, man. Oh, we're not playing outdoors? <laughs> <laughs> man, that's our show, man. Follow us at BLKSports980 on Twitter, IG, all that good stuff. Check out check out the IG page. You know, we we give a shout-outs to, to, to uh, you know, uh, African Americans that broke the mold in their sports, you know what I'm saying, and, and just check out, you know, go through our past posts and stuff like that, and learn something, you know what I'm saying. I, I, I try to put posts up there that inform me, you know, to inform the people. So, uh, God bless everybody. Y'all have a great, great evening. We out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak. Fine, see, you do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about. Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?